Welcome to Watershed's August podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove and I'm the cinema curator here at Watershed. I was recently asked by Keynote for Cinema in Ljubljana for my three essential films which need to be seen in the cinema. The beautiful and brilliantly programmed Keynote for Cinema is celebrating its 90th birthday this year and taking this opportunity to consider the place of the cinema in this post-digital, everything, everywhere now world. They have hosted conferences, screenings and events throughout the year, which you can see at their website, Kinodvor, K-I-N-O-D-V-O-R dot org. Of course, thinking of three films alone is absurd. 300 and you might be getting there. But this playful provocation focuses a cinema curator's mind and makes you think about what is unique about the experience of seeing a film in the cinema and what makes film quintessentially cinematic. The results will be published in October and some of the films screened during the Ljubljana Film Festival in the autumn. However, the thought has stayed with me. Why does it matter that films are screened in cinemas? And specifically, why does it matter that a range of world cinema is made available to audiences in, for example, a place like Watershed here in Bristol? After all, you could most likely see some online downloaded or through nefarious digital means. The least said about that, the better. If you have any thoughts on this, the value of seeing films in the cinema and or specifically seeing the kinds of films we screen at Watershed in our cinema, then please do email me at mark at watershed.co.uk. Often I find I think too much about the variations and possibilities and probably miss the glaringly obvious, so your thoughts would be much appreciated. As I have said elsewhere and previously in this forum, if I asked you if you had seen a painting such as Turner's Rain, Steam and Speed and it turned out that you hadn't, then you could quite easily search online and find plenty of images and view the painting. Or you might have it in a book or postcard or a poster of it. So you could then say you have seen Turner's Rain, Steam and Speed. My contention would be that you have seen a reproduction of it which is fundamentally different from seeing Turner's original in Tate Britain. You might say to me, for expediency's sake, you still have seen it because dropping in on the Tate is not something that is easily arranged. However, I would still contend that coming face to face with rain, steam and speed in the flesh, as it were, with its texture and vibrancy of the paint as applied by the artist, and importantly, its intensity when you come face to face with the original object is fundamentally a different experience. And it is this difference that is essential as it produces different responses in the viewer in relation to the work of art. I would put a value on that experience of the original as more impactful and resonant than the viewing of a reproduction. Ah, I hear you say. If you're going to apply that argument to film, then surely all film is a reproduction. Yes, but, and the but is important here, certain films and certain directors make their films for showing in the cinema. So when they are shown in other platforms, the work is changed and I would argue diminished from the original as seen where it was intended in the cinema. This line of thought was reinforced recently for me by seeing restorations of three films at the recent Il Cinema Ritrovato Film Festival in Bologna. They are Francesco Rossi's modernist docufiction Salvatore Giuliano, 
Sergio Leone's operatic Fistful of Dollars, and John Ford's gothic noir western My Darling Clementine. All three have been restored from original sources and delivered for 4K digital format. For non-tech people, that is a very good quality digital resolution indeed, and they look remarkable, as fresh I suspect as when they were first released. The presence in the auditorium was commanding and absolute, testament to the filmmaker's control of the cinematic experience and understanding of the context of the theatrical moment. Audiences applauded at the end of each film. In Salvatore Giuliano's case, that was circa 3,500 people in the main square of Bologna. The audiences were also of extreme in age range, with a whole significant amount in their early 20s, especially for Leone's iconic, explosive spaghetti western. As paintings have galleries which attend to and display the originals, after all, if you could just do with a reproduction, why bother preserving and paying for the preservation of all those paintings in Tate Britain? Why then shouldn't cinemas look after the history of film and show them in their original format and place where these artworks most transmit their meaning and intensity? Which brings me on to some films we are showing this month at Watershed. Satyajit Ray's Charulata, Orson Welles' The Ladies from Shanghai and Robert Vine's The Cabinet of Dr Caligari. All I think you would agree are masterpieces of this art form called filmmaking. Whether it is Ray's quietly subversive portrait of middle-class Indian life seen through the eyes of a lonely housewife, or Wells' brilliant labyrinthine metaphor for cinema and his relationship with Rita Hayworth, or Vine's influential expressionist nightmare. But would you agree that all become more significant if viewed in the cinema? Going back to Ford's My Darling Clementine, I have seen it numerous times, all on television, and it has always struck me as a minor film in the John Ford canon. Sentimental and simplistic. Certainly inferior to the complexity of The Searchers or The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. And where had I seen The Searchers and The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance? Yes, you got it, in the cinema. Their meaning was focused onto the large screen, which was focused onto my attention, which in turn was absorbed into the mythic and epic struggles which John Ford had intended to be seen on a large screen in the cinema. No wonder then that I had viewed my darling Clementine as a diminished Ford film. Thus with the new print, my attention absorbed into the narrative, along with 500 or so other people, I was catapulted into the emotional struggle between the wild ruthlessness of the West and the civilising forces of community and Henry Fonda. And I found myself agreeing with Peter von Bach, the director of the festival, when he introduced My Darling Clementine as the greatest American film ever. If you have seen any or all of Charulata, Lady from Shanghai or The Cabinet of Dr Caligari on TV, online, then please take this opportunity to see them in the cinema where they were intended and where their intensities can be appreciated in all their glory. And if you have already seen them in the cinema, then take this opportunity to see them once more in the rich, defining originality of the cinema. That's all for this month. <laughs>